This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where every single Sunday, or at least most of them, you get a whole nother episode of Says Who, me and Maureen talking just to you if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. That 10 bucks a month also gets you a sticker every month as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. They are always fun, they are always great, and they always come straight to you in your mailbox. A little envelope of fun once a month. If you give it 10 bucks a month, patreon.com slash says who. Dan, it's happened. It has happened, Maureen. Box in the Woods is out now, and that's all I have to say about that. If you want it, go get it. Street smarts. Just go get it. I'm reading the box in the woods right now. Do you hate it? It's so fun. No, I like it it a lot. You could just tell me. I'm like uh, coming up on about 200 pages in. Do you know who did it? uh, Having a good time. Yes. Brando. For people who haven't read, there is no one in the book named Brando. Well, no one that you know of. Well, because I've spent so much time discussing mysteries with my mom and like watching them with her, and I'm like, okay, this is how you spot like who the killer is on a TV mystery. I'm like, you do this, you do this. Why did the writer put this in? Why? So as she's reading it, she's texting me, saying like, I'm on page blah blah blah, and I just noticed this. You would have you now. You told me to look for things like that, and you must have put that in for a reason. So here's what I think is happening, and you know what? She figured it out. Wow, she did. Turns out, being my mom and getting, and I gave her a little guidance. I was like, now why don't you go back and read that that whole chapter again? Wow, because there's something in there. There's one thing in there that I think you should notice. She, okay, she went back and she read it again and she picked the, yeah, it's, there's a lot of stuff in there, but she, turns out if you have me teaching you how to read a mystery written by me. Um, there you go. Yeah. A master class. I don't, I honestly don't think it's an easy one to get, but it is gettable. Well, I got it. Brando. The, again, there is no one named Brando. Well. In did, my copy, there is. Did you start writing someone in just I with know. a pen, like, well, dear sometimes. Brando? Sometimes I just do that. So yeah, box in the woods. Box in the woods, which you can get anywhere. You can also get at bookshop.org/shop/says-who. Help support indie bookshops and a little bit of us as well. Also, if you want to help support us, you can go to merch.saysuhpodcast.com and get says who merchandise available to you merch.saysuhpodcast.com Hey, Dan. Hey. Dan. What? But Maureen, did you... Dan? Yeah. I'm, 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 it's, it's a little bit rainy. Are you... Dan, the, it's time to... What, what are you doing? The really strong. Um... It's okay. What? Damn, what? what is that? What is that noise? It's just that's the thunder. Oh. What? It's it's just a little bit stormy here. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm 
I'm fine, but you don't. Are, where don't, are you? It's I'm just I'm in the basement. I'm always in the basement, but we're we're just hiding out. All are of you, us are down here right now. It's is that water? What is it's, this? Yeah, it's raining pretty hard right oh, now. Oh, that was a big crack. Like, what was yeah, that? Yeah, it's oh. a, probably a tree. I think we had one left. Are you okay? It's just been a week. Okay. Well, you want to come out and talk about it? I guess. Okay. Um, I'm. Just Here. can you swim up the stairs I'll or something? Just, uh, I'll just jump and get blown away. Uh, uh. Wow. Did you like that one? I guess. You gotta finish though. Okay. Uh the <laughs> We've only done 198 of these. I know podcast. why. Okay. That isn't a podcast. It is a coping strat. Oh, I did your part. I'm Maureen Johnson. <laughs> and I'm Dan Sinker. I was trying to deconstruct it, and I got confused. Did a great job. You did a great job. Maureen Johnson. It's primary day in New you York know, City. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know. I'm sorry. You can't see. You only see me from sort of the desk. Wait, everything below the desk is just me sitting in a pile of flyers. <laughs> Every day, we... It's. It's like a bird has been nesting in our mailbox. We use the key, we open up the box, and it's just shoved full of shit. Like, just flyers. And Oscar's English, so he doesn't get to vote. I get to vote, which, and also, they, they, he gets to kind of be like, I'm English, you don't have to ask me anything. <laughs> but they come up to me and they go, have you, and I panic, because it's there, I live, where I live on the way to the dog park, it's just a giant, like three block stretch of people just running up to you going, do you have primaries? And then I just start panicking and lying. I already did it. And I haven't yet. So I'm going to do it today. Oh, but geez. then I, I turned to Oscar. I'm like, I didn't do it. And he's like, and he chuckles. He's like, I know. And then um, it's, uh, it just freaks me out because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like there's no escaping it. And that's well. good. But at the same time, please stop. Come tomorrow. It'll just be the regular election run up for another six months. And then we'll know which candidate we deserve. It seems that Andrew Yang is not going to be your mayor. I mean, we have that. He's had a remarkable fall from grace. Maybe it's because he keeps giving interviews. <laughs> Could be because he keeps talking. Woof. Maureen Johnson, I want to know all about... The week that you've had, your book release week. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about the week that I've had. All right. Because my week uh, has involved hiding in the basement from a because a tornado warning uh, erupted on our phones and on the sirens that they blow outside at 11 o'clock at night on Sunday night. And uh, so we had to bring everyone down, including kind of sleepwalk the five-year-old down the stairs to hang out in the basement for an hour while a just ungodly amount of rain fell from the sky 
an incredible amount of rain fell from the sky. And the whole time I was like, well, uh, I don't need to worry about any, any trees hitting the house because the tree in front of our house got struck by lightning on Thursday. And did you was make, cut down. Did you make someone mad then? I don't know what happened, but yeah, we had this weird little mini storm in the middle of the night Thursday. And I woke up, I was woken up by it and it, it, it had been very, very hot. And so all of the windows in our house were open. And so I woke up in a panic because it was suddenly raining and very, very windy and uh, started closing all the windows. And I got to our front window and I was like, what is, it's very dark because it was like, four in the morning what is that i think that's a tree in our front yard and uh woke up in the light of day and in fact it was a tree in our front yard and uh or a very large limb of a tree in our front yard it missed hitting the house by a couple of feet which was nice um and yeah you looked at where it broke off the broke off the tree and it was kind of black and scorchy (laughs) and uh and, and black and scorchy we called the city and they came and we thought they would just take the limb off, but they were like, nope, it's been split. And uh, turns out if a tree gets hit by lightning or if anything gets hit by lightning, that lightning has to go to ground still. It doesn't just kind of hit a thing and stop. It goes, follows the path of least resistance down to the ground. And uh, there's now just a stump in our yard and the center of that stump is black. It just split your tree in half? Basically. Wow. We were we were actually very lucky. It hit kind of a lower down branch. It had, it had it hit higher up, we would have definitely had a tree on our house. The 2021 story. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> it all felt sort of like a weird metaphor for reemergence. But I want to know about your reemergence because you have had a week. I have. I want to talk about one other thing first is that we are attempting to go to the UK to visit Oscar's family because we have not been there since the middle of 2019. Yeah. To do this, because he's applying for his green card and he has a visa to work here, he needs something called advanced parole and then he needs some other piece of paper that's like a work transference paper. It's basically like if he goes out of the country and come back, it doesn't immediately invalidate his visa. Oh, good. It's like he needs two pieces of paper to keep everything from exploding. And we have applied for these pieces of paper many weeks ago. Yeah, I remember you talked and, about it then. And we had a we have a, a request in for an event, this expedited advance parole. And every now we call them every two or sometimes every day. And every day they tell us that somebody was supposed to have called us by now, but that someone will definitely be calling us in the next one to two days. It has never happened. But then, so we are still trying to get this piece of paper, these two pieces of paper. Meanwhile, and this is where it comes into the reopening thing. The UK, if you think things are confusing here, wait till you hear about the UK. Yeah. Because the UK is currently being guided by just some rando dudes that, and they, the guidance is baffling and changes in the wind. Sometimes it changes mid-sentence. Mm-hmm. So- the UK is supposed to kind of be reopening in about a month right. or about three weeks from now or something. But before, earlier in the year when COVID was like really, really raging on, 
you could fly to the UK and be in quarantine for four days and then get a negative test and come out if you were fully vaccinated. However, now it seems to be moved back up to 10 days. Whoa. So if we tried to go, we would be in quarantine the entire time. Yeah, then you would need we, like a full month to be able to actually visit anyone. So, but it also may be two days or eight days or none. Hmm. So sure. all we need is permission from the U.S. government, who was supposed to have called us four weeks ago to give us two pieces of paper that to make sure that his passport won't actually catch on fire at the airport. And then all we need is the UK to have a maybe or not quarantine of four, 10, two or eight days, which will require between one and three negative tests given at points has yet to be determined. And then if we can get all those things together, we will be going to see his family. <laughs> That's going on in the background of this whole time. So we just make these calls every day and then we just laugh like a drain. Um, This week I did a bunch of events. They were great. I wonder if people have virtual event fatigue. I can't tell Um, because it has been over a year now of entirely virtual events. Yeah. So it's really, really hard to tell if people are like, in the beginning, it was really cool. And now we're really sick of it. But still, a lot of people do come. Well, if people are coming, then they're not sick of it. But yeah, it's 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 unclear whether or not a lot more people would have turned up before. Mm. Like early in the pandemic, people were like things to do. Right. Remember early on. And I just mean this about everything early on. You would be like, there's a thing it's online. I can watch. There's something we can watch. People have made entertainment for us when we're stuck inside for a year. And now we're like, oh, God, this crap again. Yeah. Got to put on Zoom. Yeah. Watch something I like. Now it's just like the big entertainment is you get two knives in the mail. Just have a knife fight in your house. <laughs> it's so specific, and I really liked it. Um, but it's good. It's also weird. And after a while, because I, you know, Cruella, the Hello Cruel Heart came out in April, and now it's June, and I feel like I've been talking about myself yeah. and my books without pause since late March. You have you have been doing the work for a while now and there's one more to come (laughs) also i have a book like now i'm writing again like there's a book that's you know another book it's cracking out i I, the thing about being an author that i wasn't prepared for is that i wasn't prepared for any of it i was prepared for the writing part but i didn't know what the job was and the job is like you're writing and you're also like a publicity person and a marketer and a small business owner, and um, you do tax forms in other countries and in languages you do not speak, like Polish. I don't speak Polish. Do I have Polish tax forms in my house? Yes, I do. Like it's you just have all this stuff that you're like, I'm not good at this. Right. I don't know how to do this. Like when I was trying to make a banner, I was like, I need to make a graphic, Dan. <laughs> I need to make a graphic. Is this a good graphic? Um, and now I'm so proud of myself when I make a graphic. I'm like. I did it. And like, I give myself a smiley sticker, like you did it. And like, I don't fucking know. And then I berate myself for the shit. I don't know how to do. I'm like, why are you so stupid, Maureen? Why don't you want, why don't you understand Polish tax law and how to create the best TikTok and how Photoshop works and how to market a book 
and how, like, why don't you understand? Meanwhile, Dan, when I'm in chaos, also there's just like household shit to do. And when I have a lot going on, the thing that makes me feel like there's order is order. So in the middle of everything, like I do that, I'm like, I have an event at 11 and one and three and five. And I'm like, so what I will do between those things is clean out the cabinet. And I'm like, I will just organize all these goddamn plastic containers I collected during COVID when I collected every single takeout container and I wash them and I keep everything in them. And I'm like, oh, my plastic containers in one place. And then I'm like washing things in my bins. I'm like my bins, my precious bins. And then I'm on my bins and my plastic containers. And I'm like, and then I have to stop. And I'm like, oh, crap, I got an event. And then I run from the kitchen where I have like tipped literally right now, Dan, upside down on the stove is a small ninja blender. And then like there's all my plastic containers and some of this morning's groceries. And the other day after on Sunday when I was done on my events, I was like, whew, boy, am I tired. I should take that. Oh, you know what I could do? You know what I could do? I have the rest of the day. It's three o'clock. Now I can, I'll make two homemade curries. I've never made homemade non-brands. Probably time to start that. I still have that one package of yeast. I could get out the package of yeast. What if I did that? Oh, and then I'll also make this. So I'll do that. And then I should clean the kitchen. Eight hours I spent in that kitchen, Dan. At 1030 at night is when I was done. And then I, um, then I'll just like, I'll be like, oh, my, 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 I, now I can put all these curry and all these fucking plastic containers I own. And then <sighs> I genuinely ran out of breath. Like I wasn't doing that for effect. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you're doing good. I, the thing is, I actually am doing fine. <laughs> yes. I, I, yes, just keep telling yourself that. I just feel better when things are tidy, but in order to make them tidy, I have to make them untidy. And also I have these events. <laughs> I have makeup on today. And you are you are dressed Wearing like a dress. Uh, Wearing a dress. Mrs. Roper from Three's oh, Company. I am dressed like, thank you. De- this is a kimono sleeved dress. You look great. You're dressed like Mrs. Roper from she Three's Company. She always wore like bright, swirly things exactly like that. I'm just going to leave a little pause in here for all the Sassovians to Google Mrs. Roper from Three's Company. And just so you can absorb the wonderful compliment that Dan has given me. What? It's like a great little dress like hers. I don't know. I don't think I'm inaccurate here. I'm looking. I pulled that out of my memory. I like to think this is my Stevie Nicks dress, but thank you. If you like Mrs. Roper, we'll go with that. (laughs) You look good. No, great. No, I feel good, too. And I feel pretty now. (laughs) Hey, you Uh... you know who you look like? Do you ever see Carol Channing or Tammy Faye? You kind of look like Tammy. If you have makeup <laughs> on, you kind of look like Tammy Faye right now. Do you ever see a four-year-old go to a Sephora and just run around and muck through the, through the... That's what you look. You look good. You look like... You look like a three-year-old who got a big old makeup palette and, oh, they had a good time. You look great. Your makeup looks fantastic. What's that you're wearing? Is that some kind of... What is that? Is that like a sofa fabric? What is that? You wearing a you wearing some kind of shopping bag? You're great. Is that some sort of tenting material? You look great. You 
You work at a hey, you work at a carnival. You look great. <laughs> you do look great, more. No, I feel great. <laughs> Uh, did you ever go into a Sephora, Dan? I have been into a Sephora. How did you feel? Uncomfortable. It's it's overwhelming, right? It is. It's you're, far too bright, first of all. You're supposed to understand all that shit. Yeah, That's just another thing that, like, I was like, oh, I have events this week. I got to go to Sephora and pick out some makeup. And you're supposed to go in that store and understand it. Yeah. And there are people who do. And then there are people who don't. So you have to go in with an, like, you have to kind of know in advance because otherwise you'll be eaten alive in there. Yeah. Do I feel great? Yeah, I feel great. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Mrs. Roper dress. It's you a got, good dress. You got makeup on, Maureen. What is, that's nice. Who makes your makeup, Crayola? That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, you do look nice, Maureen Oh, Johnson. no, don't, stop saying it because it's only getting worse. <laughs> You have an event immediately after we record, don't you? Oh, yeah. No, and I feel pretty, I feel ready for it now. (laughs) Hey, everybody at this event, you like my big weird dress? (laughs) It's me, Mrs. Roper. I'm wearing my muumuu. It's not a (laughs) muumuu. It's not even remotely a muumuu. It has a tapered waist. Well, it's not like I can see your waist. That's because it's covered in, in campaign flyers. Yeah. You're buried underneath all Look, of those Andrew Yang mailers. Do you see this sleeve? This yeah, is, I liked it. This is not a muumuu sleeve. It's a kimono sleeve. That is what it is called because of its length and cut and style. All right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. I bought new jumpsuits. That's awesome. Now, the um, observant listeners will have heard me discuss the uber swank drop crotch yeah. jumpsuit of last summer have been replaced by a slightly classier, more bougie yoga Whoa. life version. Whoa. Yeah. They're a little more stylish. They have excitingly dropped backs. Oh, okay. They are made in beautiful fabric. And you can turn the whole thing in on itself and it's its own pocket. So you can like throw it in a bag. Oh, wow. I don't know why you'd want to do that. What is a person wearing ahead of when they unfold their bag jumpsuit? Uh, presumably nothing. Yeah. So like most just, clothes. I know, but I'm just <laughs> trying to think you about You don't put like, clothes on top of other clothes. Right. But so what is the utility of folding it into its own little bag? Presumably. imply sort of like bring it or change out of it. You're in or, you're you're on like an Instagram holiday where you're like, see, here I am surrounded by palm fronds and I'm doing yoga in the middle of a watery fire pit. Yeah. With um with uh, flowers and like a uh, good makeup. Like this makeup, Dan. Imagine this makeup. This is yeah. what No. Don't do you you know what? It's getting worse because now you got your hand on your hip and you get a little not like, yeah, like you're trying to tone it down because you're so nervous about like, you're like, I just, maybe if I just keep dialing it down, it'll sound better. But you know what? It doesn't because it sounds worse. So I almost like dial it back up again. I don't know. There's like no winning with this. We're done. This was it. We made 198 episodes. These have a more dropped crotch. 
So a more dropped crotch than the Uber Swank. Mm, they do. Wow. They're almost dresses, but they're not because they kind of like go to the knee. That's where the fa- they are. We took the pup back for her first in school class again with her teacher. Okay. She was so happy to go into puppy kindergarten and run around. And it was a one on one. But we had to do an exercise where she comes and walks between our legs and sits down there. Okay. It's like a space spatial thing, but it it was too low for her to pass. And wow. they're like, oh, they're like, oh, I don't think she can see because <laughs> there was like a fabric there. So are you at a full like MC Hammer level? Yeah, but um, but in a in the form of a beautiful tropical jumpsuit with a with a halter top. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. It's classier. It's more expensive and classier than the than and most things are because the Uber Swanks were often on sale. Um, so and, uh, no longer will you be bleaching in these. I've learned my lesson with that. Uh, wow. I've had to, I had to get rid of a lot of things. So <laughs> many bleach stains. Ah. So how am I? Yeah. How are you? Well, that's how I am, Dan. That is how you are. This, um, I will tell you, Maureen Johnson, I am realizing that re-entering society is uh, hard. Mm. That's the that's the realization that I've had this past week. It, I think it was a lot easier to sort of, at least for me, put everything on hold and kind of retreat from society than it is to kind of restart everything and re-enter into it. Because it... Uh, it is for me. I have not had uh, anywhere near the week that you have had in terms of work and things like that. But I have had some family in town, so there has been. I've done more social visiting mm. in the last five days than I have done in the last fifteen months. So that was something. It's a the, psychological. It's trippy. It is. It is just a like. Did you get really sleepy afterwards? I was so white. The very first time I came back and I was like, I just need to sit on the couch and put on like a meditation tape. And Mm -hmm. I did that for like an hour and didn't drift off to sleep, but just had to sort of entirely remove and turn myself off from the world. Yeah, because we're not used to it anymore. No. And so, yeah, so I've had this like family stuff. I have had uh, both of our boys and I all had doctor's appointments like it. And this was following the week of all the things being repaired that needed to be repaired. Uh, And I am fucking exhausted. Plus all of the fucking hell weather that we have had. (laughs) It's been a lot. It has been shockingly hot here, but today it has dropped all the way down to a like a breezy sixty-two, and I love it. Yeah, it's the, we we got that uh, on the on the edge of the tornado when it finished up. We didn't have actually get the tornado here; it ended up uh, south of us. But um, but yeah, that was the the cold front blowing in. It's been like sixty-five and gorgeous ever since. Well, Dan. Anything else happening this week? Well, Maureen Johnson, do you remember COVID? Mm, yes. Vaguely. I want to talk about COVID this All week. All right. 
Uh, first off, the Biden administration today announced that they achieved their goal of uh, vaccinating 70% of adults before July 4th, except that they are now defining adults as people over 30. Um, oh, okay. It seems, is that how we do that? I don't, I don't think that's how we do that. And I'm pretty sure that's not what they said to begin with. Uh, but I did have a little moment of like, cause the, the news yesterday was that they were going to admit that they are going to fall short of 70% by July 4th. Um, and then they suddenly announced today we did it. And then it's like, we did it. Asterisk. We've redefined what an adult is. I mean, it's, uh, it, you know, I mean, it, not to take away from it. It is a it's a, it's it's a fucking remarkable achievement. But it is deeply funny in my head that they were like, well, how do we spin this? Oh, here's a number that it's 70 percent. Let's go with that. As it turns out, we are close at 18, I believe. We're at about 65 percent, but it does not look like. The numbers are projected that it will not hit 70 by the 4th of July. Dan, the other Morning. night I had a, a book event at 10 p.m. That is so late. Uh, because it was a run out of a West Coast bookstore. Because it was a book event for people on cocaine? Yes, it was entirely for, for do you like cocaine? You'll love this book. <laughs> Come at co- 10 p.m. Cocaine Lovers Book Club. I've never done an event at 10 p.m. Uh, yeah. Not a not. I've done events at 10 p.m., but not book events. And so it was super for me. I was like, "Whoo, we're just blowing past bedtime, huh?" But it was <laughs> exciting. But as I'm setting up, you know what's really fun as you're setting up for a 10 p.m. book event? What surprise fireworks right outside your window? <laughs> surprise giant ass, fi- full on like short, but. Fourth of July sized fireworks directly outside. I appreciate that New York City doubled down on that this year. And we, I, I, I was I heard this booming. I was, what's happening? Are we under attack? <laughs> like, what's, and I, and it's how sparks are. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this oh is shit. It. Or she's going to blow. And so <laughs> I looked out the window. I was like, why are there fireworks? And then, then I got confused for a minute. I'm like, is it Fourth of July? What's happening? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I was, I did not know why it was happening. And it turns out it was because New York, we had hit the 70% vaccination level ah. and they did surprise fireworks. They were like, to celebrate, we're going to scare the shit out of all of you. <laughs> we're going to have explosions and we're not going to tell you what for. <laughs> and we're not going to tell you when it's coming. It's perfect. It was Congratulations. Great. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It was surprise fireworks, Dan. How close were they to the start of your event? Oh, pretty close. <laughs> And also pretty close to my house. <laughs> I think I've told you uh, uh, before. Dad, I think I made it. <laughs> like 
I think I've told you before about the um about the apartment that I lived in a long time ago where the people that lived next door would launch their their building was shorter than ours. I, I we lived at the at the top of a three flat. And the building next to us was also a three flat, but it was it was shorter. So they had more of a yard. Uh, and then they had another building on the other side. So they were sort of like in this little canyon between uh, between buildings. And they around, you know, weeks before the 4th of July and up to the 4th of July, they would sit in their backyard and launch fireworks. But the only way to get them clear or I guess the easiest trajectory with which to get them clear was not to shoot them straight up for some reason. Maybe they had a tree. I don't know. But instead to ricochet them off of the side of the building directly outside my window. So we, whenever uh, whenever I travel out of state and I'm driving along and I see a big old building, it's like fireworks. <laughs> you yeah. go and buy all fireworks you want. It's always whew, there's such big fireworks then. And we just <laughs> did not know they were coming That's or good. when they were going to stop. Well, you all have hit your 70%. So have we here in Illinois. And I'm real worried about what's going to happen as the percentages go up. <laughs> every every 1%, they add more pyrotechnics. For, or like they're going to start doing different things. <laughs> Are they going to spend like spider, Spider-Man impersonators to jump and rappel down the side of your buildings and slam into your windows and go, we did it! And then like just keep <laughs> jumping down the building. <laughs> 72 percent what are they gonna do gonna drop snakes on us what's gonna happen (laughs) it's the traditional 75 percent gift is snakes (laughs) i just don't know they've got the mailing list of everyone for mailing all those uh all those ballots out so Honestly, Maybe that, you'll just get a snake in a box at 75%. I just run in zigzags down the street like I'm trying to get away from an alligator. <laughs> I voted already. Don't hurt me. I don't want any flyers. Please don't give me. I just, nobody wants. I know you're trying to make it democracy here, but no one wants any more of these flyers. <laughs> we can't take it anymore. <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway, COVID. 70% of 30-year-olds and above we've hit, which is uh, apparently our new celebratory number. Oh, no. Now I'm so nervous. But, uh, but yeah, so states like New York, states like Illinois, we are both over 70%. Fucking some places like Vermont and Hawaii are over 80%, which is amazing. Uh, but there is a block of states uh, largely across the South and also in the Mountain West that are holding things down. Alabama, Mississippi, and Wyoming are all under 50%, uh, and a handful of others are just barely over that 50% mark. Um, so 30 plus. Yeah. Is the new adult. Well, um, that Delta variant is. It's like, let's give that thing some oxygen. Yeah. So therein lies the real issue, right? Like here in the U.S., we're kind of rocking it like we're over this. Uh, And the Delta variant is slowly creeping up uh, throughout here. At this point now, the Delta variant is more than 30 percent of all cases in the U.S. I think last week it was 10 or Mm. something. So it's rapidly increasing now 
percentages are weird because the overall case numbers are going down. So, you know, 30% this week is smaller than 30% last week because the case numbers overall are going down. But Mm -hmm. not great. Uh, If you actually, so 70% of 30 plus is apparently our official terminology now. But uh, if you actually look at the entire population, not just eligible, uh, but the whole uh, population of the U.S., we are actually just over 40 percent vaccinated uh, because there is, you know, a large number of people for whom there is no eligibility yet, 12 and under. Mm -hmm. That's like 50 million people uh, if you do the math. Uh, And then you've got much lower vax rates in sort of 12 to 18 and and that 18 to 30 range which is apparently the the real the real one that is that they're having trouble with uh breaking into but you've got this delta fucking variant which is uh the variant that was responsible for the devastation in india and has spread from there um it is 50% more contagious than the British strain that we were all kind of worried about at the beginning of the year. Uh, And that 50% more contagious than British is also, it is double as contagious as the original strain. It's also more vicious with four times more risk of hospitalization than the original coronavirus. So it's not great. Uh, Additionally, I was reading today in Australia... They are uh, they have evidence from a Delta outbreak there that at least one person caught it after what was described as, quote, fleeting contact exposure in seconds. And another person that seemed to have no direct exposure whatsoever, but was in the same outdoor space. So it 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 is way more contagious. Israel, uh, which is the most vaccinated country on the planet, is seeing an outbreak among children because of the Delta variant. And the UK, as you have pointed out, has pushed back their reopening timeline because Delta is exploding there, including an outbreak in Cornwall that seems to have followed the meeting of the G7, which is great. I will say, Dan, I just had this memory of last year. Yeah. Where... Nothing was possible. Yeah. Like not just that no meetings were like there was nobody was protect. Nobody was protected. Right. Nobody. Yeah. And it's just, um, it's just so every once in a while it's, it's, I try to go back a second and think about it. Just any, you couldn't have world leaders ever meet or talk. Right. Nobody was protected. Yeah, I know that we know this, but it's it the, enor- is, the enormity of it is sometimes a little. It is wild to think back one year, you know, um, but it also is a little bit scary because certainly here in the U.S. we are operating like we are well and over this thing uh, when likely we're not. You know, if you think. If you think back over the course of the year, we are we are rarely the leaders in these things. We are often the followers in terms of spread. Uh, and the Delta is following that same pattern where it's getting bad other places and it's still 
Uh, you know, it's still small here, but it at this point, I think the CDC is basically saying it'll be the dominant strain within a month. So yeah. um, it's not great, especially as the parent of a five-year-old, because uh, they're not getting the vax anytime right. soon. So uh, it sucks, but we do have vaccines and they are proving to still protect against the Delta variant, though I guess um, it's a little bit, they're a little bit less protective. Um, though the outbreak or the the breakout, uh, the people that have gotten sick that have been vaccinated from it are not getting anywhere near as sick as uh, people that were not vaccinated. So get vaccinated. Yeah. I would guess if you're one of our listeners and you already have been able to, either because here in the States you are of an age that is available or you are in another country and they have they have made an available, acknowledging the fact that the States has been far, far ahead of most other places in terms of that. Um, I would guess most of you have already gotten it, but uh, you probably know people that haven't and talking to them about why it's important, it would be good because the best way to protect against the Delta variant is going to be to have large amounts of people vaccinated. Um, and it's also the way of making sure you are, uh, you're safe. And it's also a way of slowing it from mutating further. When did we first, when was it first announced that there was a vaccine last year? I was trying to remember this. Uh, like we have one or we're doing some trials or whatever that they basically were like, we're, we've, we've made a thing that seems to work and we're testing it out. I think that that was late summer maybe, or early fall. And I think it was actually Oxford. The, the one that became AstraZeneca was first out of the gate. And then uh, Moderna followed and Pfizer followed. Um, and the first the first Pfizer shots, I think it was Pfizer first, were like in December, which is wild. Yeah. I think it was earlier than that because I believe my father-in-law got his in December. So they must have been doing healthcare workers earlier than that. Yeah, I'm not, I, I can't remember because I can't remember anything right. anymore. My brain doesn't work from remembering, I've learned. I Dan, I rode the subway for the first time. And how'd it go? It was exactly as I remembered it. It, it was, was just, the subway. It was sort of like I had never not been on the subway. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, we all basically all had masks on except for like one dude. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's still required on public transportation and things. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we got off, I got off at Union Square and it was just a total crush of people like before, like just smashed in with everybody. And I was like, yep, this is, this is what I remember. Like this is shit, tons of people all smashed together. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so it's weird that some places are still spaced out and other places were like, we're just basically all thrown back in together. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have a cafe around here where they have signs up that says Ev everyone who works here is vaccinated. So you can now do optional mask. I go in with a mask, but everybody, they have their masks off. And then I just kind of looked around because I was the only one in there. And I just got so giddy. I ripped my mask off. <laughs> I was like, it's just the three of us in here. The two people on the counter and me. 
I'm going to ask for a coffee with my mask on <laughs> because I can. How'd it, was it go? Just, it was great. I just asked for coffee and I, I got it and then I left. <laughs> we, uh, I, I went in to pick up some barbecue on Sunday and the place had a sign that was like, if, uh, if our staff is vaccinated and it's been two weeks post their second vax, they have the option of being unmasked. Or, but if they aren't or they're not at that two week mark, they will be masked. And so it was interesting because there were probably, I don't know, seven, eight people working. And it was like sort of a mixed bag of who was and wasn't masked. But I did a pre- like the sign was useful to yeah. me, you know, because it was like, OK, this is. Because I've definitely been in some places where it's like some people have masks that are working, like some have a mask and some don't. And it's like, mm-hmm. what what should what's the deal here? Uh, I appreciated the clarity with which that masking uh, sign. This was similar. Like, here's the deal. Here's what's going on. Everybody in, in this building has been va- is fully vaccinated. It is past the date. And so this is the policy. And, you know, you can you can kind of do as you feel is correct. Yeah. Here is the law here is but like you can choose now. And if you are fully vaccinated, you have the option of removing your mask once inside. It's weird. But then you do it. You're like, because I'm the only one in here with you two guys and we're all vaccinated. I'm just going to rip this off for a second. And then you just realize like you're drooling. Your tongue is lolling out of your mouth. I don't know how to do mouths anymore. It's still, it's a little warm wearing the mask down on the subway. It was pretty hot that day. Dan. This is part of the reason I took the subway instead of walking was it was a billion degrees. And yeah. I was like, oof, I really got to get over there and back. And it is, it's a real scorcher. And I can make this trip a lot shorter. I can make it in five minutes as opposed to 15 if I take right. the subway. Um, but oof. Subway slash sauna. Oh, just all real Sweaty. It was close in there. But uh, yes, and this UK thing is, you know, we just don't know. Imagine, you know, the nervousness of getting on a plane for the first time compounded by some of the most intense legal, like, immigration paperwork. It is wild. Like... I, uh, I, I, I have, I've reserved a room for us at Heathrow airport. Cause usually what we do is we take an 8am flight from the yeah. U S that means we get up at four 30 and we arrive in the UK at 8pm. Yeah. So it's, you know, to try to get to bed there and then we sleep at the airport and then we leave, we'll get a car and we leave the next day. And so there were a shit ton of rooms and they were all real cheap. Are you this- at the Yotel in Heathrow? No. Uh, I think we got rooms at the Hilton. We usually go to like, there's a sofa teal in there. That's okay. It's real fancy and nice. Um, and it's, it's not too, cause it's because pe- most people don't want to sleep inside of Heathrow. Uh, but the rooms were super cheap. And I was like, I could upgrade to a suite for 20 more bucks. Wow. And I was like, I'm definitely doing that because what, at least one of us I'm pointing at her is going to be pacing around all night, having like some sort of like, PTSD attack from having just flown internationally after COVID. And I'm like, so that way one of us, the other one could sleep while the other one paces around. (laughs) That's smart. That's worth 20 bucks. Oh yeah. Like I can rearrange upgrade for 20 bucks. Yeah. To a full on, to a full on extra room to like unpack and repack my suitcase and stare at the wall. That's amazing. So, and I, but I don't think we're going to be able to use that hotel because we may be in a quarantine hotel or not. No one knows. 
Jesus. Every wouldn't the uh, but the quarantine hotels would not be in Heathrow. No. Oh, that's that's where apparently I would run there's it. a list. Okay. So it may be that there's like a coach that takes you directly to the quarantine hotel or something. It's important to get people that are supposed to quarantine out into the world as much as possible. I, I don't know. I mean, as far as I know, they I don't think it's a quarantine hotel unless it's the sofa teal because that appears to not be available book- bookable right now. So it hmm. could very well be the sofa yeah. teal at Heathrow. We don't Interesting. know. Interesting. You don't know. I, sh- I should look that up. Yeah. Do we want to quarantine for for four days in a, in a airport hotel or ten it, days? Heathrow. Heathrow's fancy. It is pretty nice, actually. I like Heathrow. Yeah, there's a lot of like, good food and stuff, but we wouldn't be able to go out and have any because, except oh, yeah. that we will have already gone through the airport and had access to all of it. So I don't know. Right? Yeah. Do they operate the? Like, I don't know if the, the stall- airport I don't... is like a quarantine DMZ. It could be. It could very well be. So, uh, and when would that be happening if it is happening? The 24th of July is when our tickets are for. Nice. I booked these tickets a long time ago. We are planning on hitting the road in July, which uh, is a whole nother kind of series of worries. Janice has booked us a a road trip that is fairly off the grid. So we'll, uh, we'll be really really out there for uh for parts of it you know just sort of in state parks and things like that but um but yeah i i am realizing i admitted to janice today i was like one of the things that i'm nervous about is the fact that i literally don't remember anything before quarantine and so i have not we have not traveled in our trailer since pre-quarantine and i have no recollection of how to do any of it and she was like yeah i don't either yeah, our, it, the weird thought is us kind of getting back into traveling anywhere by immediately getting on a plane and going to another country. Yeah, that is like jumping right into the deep end. Right. Yeah, it's it's intense. We And we just don't know if we're going. We just don't know, Dan. Up that until we've decided that we're going to let it all tick through to about five days before. And if we yeah. haven't gotten the paperwork five days before, then we pull the plug. I mean, And, one of and the then things... we pick it up and we move it. You know, one of the things about travel, at least air travel right now, is like airlines are allowing you to rebook and cancel and you're not paying the like two hundred dollar fucking fees to do that shit. So oh, oh yeah, free free changes for two years. Yeah, that's amazing. So Virgin Atlantic is like, please, for the love of God, please someone buy some tickets to come here and they will give you anything. <laughs> They gave me full on gold status for no reason. They're like, just please, please wow. come back. Yeah. They're like, so desperate. You desp- can fly the plane. Dude, do what you want. You can fully take your butt out and show it to all the other passengers and make them look at it. <laughs> it's good. The gold status is so fancy. That means you go in the fancy lounge, like the super fancy one. Oh, man. Oh, it's like crazy fancy. They let you go in there for no reason other than the fact that they're like, please. Please, someone get on the plane. We have all these lounges. There's so, nobody to fill them. They're so desperate. They're all, they've all basically formed the Avengers of Airlines to be like, please open the US-UK Carter. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that oh, fucking Brexit. So, because I thought your Europe now you could fly to and not have to quarantine if you were vaccinated. But different rules apply, huh? Mm-hmm. It's an island. It is literally an island. Yep. 
So, Dan, that's been it's travel. Good. It's important to have as many things to worry about while also shepherding a new book out. Also, we had to, I had to find a, a place for our incredibly... The most complicated part is finding a place for our incredibly reactive dog to stay. Oof. So that's... at Out of all of it, it's actually the trickiest part. I bet. That is the part where I'm balancing eggs on on spoons or something and trying to run with it because uh, I found a place, but in order to get a spot in this place, I have to pass through several hoops and several like meetings. And I have had, I've had an appointment scheduled to have the first initial consult. I've had this appointment for six weeks. Oh my goodness. And it's, it's next week that we have our initial consult meeting to like get a spot. Holy cow. It's so many moving parts. That is a lot. I don't know. We're taking odds at this point about whether or not we're, we're going to be able to go see his family. Jesus. But I, I'm determined, Dan. Every day I'm like, God, I'm the I'm the one that's like, God damn it, we're doing this goddamn paperwork. <laughs> I'm so glad I literally ran to Staples to the UPS counter all those weeks ago to get it in the mail that night. Holy cow. Like it I'm, mattered. I'm stressed out just hearing all of this. Like it fucking mattered. <laughs> just really, really stresses me out to hear. If we do any part of it wrong, he could come back to the country and all of his shit would blow up. Uh, oh, I feel like I'm going to faint. I'm so stressed out. Well. And I'm not doing any of it. And then the best case scenario is that we get to get on a plane and fly... <laughs> during the the end of covid yeah on an international flight <laughs> perfect what could go nothing i'm gonna take nothing could so many wrong. valiums or something i'm gonna get my <laughs> my plan is to basically get to the airport check in get to that big old fancy lounge take something like a giant cbd gummy or <laughs> a bunch of tylenol pms or something and be like just knock me out I just imagined in my head those like there is a novelty gummy bear you can get that is like the size of a small football. And I just imagine that as your CBD gummy, you're kind of cutting slices off of it, eating the whole thing. I'm fine, y'all. <laughs> it's cool. We feel pretty good right now, you guys. <laughs> We're flying. Hey, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel pretty good right now. How about you? <coughs> <laughs> on that note says who is made possible by you through your support of our patreon at patreon.com slash says who our patreon where every single sunday you get me and maureen again as who wouldn't want more of this patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by ted leo our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. People have been sharing their photos of themselves with a certain Box in the Woods book over on the Facebook, which has been fun to see. Uh, wanna... Today, I'm going to be uh, signing a lot of book plates yeah. for the Discord group. And speaking of that Discord group, if you want to join the Fan Run Discord, you can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. 
Spread the word, subscribe, and leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, June 30th, the last day of the month of June somehow. What? For, I know. Uh, trust me, I know. For our very next episode. And from my basement here in sunny, not actually raining, and tornadoing Chicago... I am Dan Sinker. And apparently I'm Mrs. Roper. You're not. No. Well, oh, I'm not now. <sighs> Which is it? Oh, I she's. so bad this whole time. She, she's so pretty. I thought I was making a funny 70s reference. Jesus. This is the best. It's not. I can, I can, I can use this one for, for oh, months. going to murder me. I'm going to lay in bed <laughs> just thinking about this now. Ah. <laughs> It's no good. You really do look very good. Ah, no, you, you can't do. say it. you can't say it now. You no, do. it's it's ruined forever. <laughs> you guys, this is the greatest. He's squirming. Uh, it's terrible. It's so great. Oh, you have makeup on. Ooh, it wasn't. It was t- oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This Ah, has been Says Who.